0: What's up, everybody? This is Spoilers Intended, a podcast about series and films. I'm Ryan, joined as always by Andrew. Hello. And Steven. Hi there. And on today's episode, we're doing another 007 double header,
1: Kicking T- off the new year. Yeah.
0: yeah. We're looking at. Start it right. On Her Majesty's Secret Service and the Living Daylights. So that's uh, George Lazenby and Timothy, Timothy Dalton. Dalton. Timothy Dalton. What a dreamboat, yeah? Oh, man. Oh, man, that cleft chin. I- mm. Wow. <laughs>
1: I can't wait to talk about Timothy Dalton.
0: Yeah. But before we get into that, we have a special announcement. January is our first Patreon Picks episode. So that means if you support us at the $1 tier or higher on Patreon, you can vote on an episode, a movie that we will review in an episode. Uh, And patrons will get access to that episode. Early early. access, yeah. yeah. Early access to that episode. So for the whole month of January, supporting us for $1, you can get in there and vote. There's a lot of good stuff in there. And then in February, we'll record the episode and the patrons... Again, we'll get early access to that episode. So,
1: And then eventually it will be released
0: yeah. into the feed. One day the commoners on the regular feed will be able to listen to it. <laughs> but the patrons, the, the founders, the ones who are there at Ground the, Zero. The, the people who are giving us money. Yes, the ones that voted and used their $1 to support us. Basically the people that are giving us money. Yes. Yeah. It, it means
2: you will get to have a say in what will be coming out in future episodes. So. Yeah.
0: Yes. It's a lot of power. That Use you it wisely. we're giving them too much power we're Ryan, giving them $1 <laughs> so all through January get in there and vote check us out spoilers intended podcast all right now steven what is a 007 double header all right
2: for everyone out there who may not be aware the 007 double headers we take a look at typically the two highest rated bond movies according to imdb for each actor that has played james bond yeah so the format on this is going to be a little different. We're not doing the same
1: We're not we're not breaking it down spectacle, performance score plot. Exactly. Yeah. There's
2: and heads up now. There's no spoiler wall on these either. These films yeah. are all pretty we're still in an era that's pretty old.
1: They're uh almost 40 years old for the a- second one.
2: 87 is yeah. not quite yeah. there, but not, it's, getting yeah. there. it's getting there. So this is all kind of leading up to a very special Patreon bonus episode where we are going to go in and rank all the actors that have played James Bond. And I yeah. can almost guarantee that is going to be a contentious episode. Very
1: I can guarantee it's going yes. to be a contentious episode. <laughs> we will likely come to blows. Yeah, yeah,
0: I'm going to watch and love it. <laughs> P- but Picking a favorite Bond is going to be a very... It's difficult. It hard. It's hard. Yeah. It's yeah. very hard.
2: Although for this episode, we actually ended up deciding to review... Just one George Lazenby movie and one Timothy Dalton movie. Yeah. Since they both had a really short stint as Bond, there's not the, the same library to work with yeah. when you're talking about like Connery or Moore. Yeah, and it's, it's not fair
1: to, to give the, the entire library of Timothy Dalton, which is only two films. Right. Uh, one full episode and then Lazenby just gets a half an episode. I got 35 minutes. Yeah, or nothing. nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So we tried we to split the difference. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe
2: it is fair to give him nothing after the, the people's opinion of him. Well,
1: uh,
0: <laughs> did
1: you know? <laughs> <laughs> <B-b-b- bond> fact, <laughs> it was reported by the press at the time that George Lazenby and Diana Rigg did not get along on set.
0: <gasps> <gasps>
1: Apparently, she ate garlic before they had their kissing scenes, so it oh, did not taste good. That is jokes
0: on her. He loves garlic. <laughs> amazing, actually. Uh, I love that.
1: There, there is a little bit of a uh, um, of some. Uh, discerning ideas there though that he did say that they was mostly joking uh-huh. and, and the press kinda ran with it. Gotcha. But there are a lot of like
0: But does she pick up a clove of garlic like an apple I and just, start like, biting bite a out, of out of it? it? <laughs> There's a lot of, you know, I need content. Was it at for least roasted kind of garlic? garlic like yeah. just raw garlic? I,
1: I don't know.
2: Still in the clove, just go straight through the it crunchy says, bits.
1: Diana ate garlic before she kissed 007 to imply that they were not getting along. Rig later admitted that she found Lazenby immature, but expressed sympathy for his situation. <laughs>
0: what does that mean? <laughs> what does it <that> even mean?
1: <laughs> I will get into more Bond facts. Oh, wow. We're loaded up with <laughs> trivia. Cool. I, I have four pages of uh, Lazenby. Related um, incidents this, on that. That's fan fiction. Text. Text. <laughs> oh, no, no. That's, that's Timothy Dalton.
0: Uh, this guy only wow. did one movie. <laughs> Andrew's like, only four for Timothy Dalton. I would have several more pages of <laughs> fan fiction. Thank you, sir. Excuse me. All right, well, let's uh, let's get into a plot summary of On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Uh, So basically, let's see here. James Bond woos a mob boss's daughter and goes undercover to uncover the true reason for Ernst Stavro Blofeld's allergy research in the Swiss Alps involving beautiful women from around the world. Oh. Now, this movie was released in 1969. This is is an old one. Yeah. So this was the turn of the counterculture
1: into the disco era.
0: Yes. Yeah, right around that time. Directed by Peter R. Hunt. I've never heard of that guy. Not sure what else he did. Uh... That's what IMDb is for. I guess I will take yeah, a quick that's, stroll. That's Steven's yeah. problem. That's a Steven issue. Ah, come on now. Uh, it's starring, obviously, George Lazenby as James Bond, Diana Rigg as Tracy, and Telly Savalas, Kojak himself, as Blofeld. <laughs> Which was such a weird choice. In a very strange casting decision, <laughs> as what Ryan would call it. Now, I guess 69, that may have been before Kojak was on TV. I think Kojak was in the I 70s. I you. I think that
2: did predate Kojak. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, like, for audiences at the time, they weren't like hey, it's Kojak. Where's his sucker? I don't understand. Yep. But still a weird, a weird choice for Blofeld to me, like given his performance. It's,
1: it's a weird choice for uh, George Lazen- Lazenby as well because he wasn't an actor. Oh, really? George Lazenby was a former car salesman turned male model whose wow. sole acting experience was adverts it for Fry's chocolate. And okay. he was chosen to play James Bond. Now, however, there is a little bit more of an asterisk here. He was in the Australian Army Special Forces, mm-hmm. and he is the only other Bond actor to have ever played, or basically been in the films, besides Christopher Lee, who played the bad guy in uh, uh, *Man with the Golden Man gun. With the gun*. Yeah, uh, to Scout have manga. spec ops background for his like his personal life. Hmm. However, George Lazenby was also taught martial arts by Bruce Lee. Really? Yes. Wow. Uh, so he does, and, and it shows in the film too. He definitely yeah. has. A martial arts and um, uh, combat background. Yeah, you it, can, it definitely shows in the action. You yes. can see
0: a, a big difference in, in uh, the fight scenes between like a Connery movie and, and this one. I, oh, I, 100%. You know,
2: I don't know if I'm prepared to say that or not. There's a lot of quick okay. cuts in these. Uh... There's
0: definitely a lot of sped up footage, but just yeah. generally, it looks like he's conducting more himself more okay. than just fair like enough, a enough. fake judo chop and a roll. Yeah. You know well, what I mean, I mean
1: like, Connery's action doesn't even really count. No. Right. So the closest. But, analog you're going to have is going to be Roger
0: Moore. What's interesting though is that this movie is smack dab in the middle of Connery in a way, like towards the end because mm-hmm. Connery left Bond. Yeah. They, you know, got Lazenby. Lazenby or Lazenby? Lazenby. Lazenby? Lazenby. They tap him. He does this movie and then go right back to Connery. So, okay. he, had, so. he had
2: a seven film contract.
0: Yes.
1: Wow. And, and he was so ostracized by the production of the first one because mm-hmm. he is a... A, a very hard person to work with in the nicest way to say this possible. Yeah. Uh, Harry Saltzman made a mistake of telling Lazenby, you're a star now, so act like one. And he took that and ran with
0: it. Tell someone that. Why, right? Yeah. Like, what are you encouraging uh, here? So <laughs> Don't that, be humble.
1: <laughs> that was the beginning <laughs> of the production, mm-hmm. and that just bloated his ego so much Wow. that he acted like he was Sean Connery on set In the sense of, like... Without
0: being Sean Connery. Without being
1: Sean Connery. He's just a fried chocolate guy. Yeah, this was his first, like, real acting gig. (laughs) So,
2: speaking of their first real gig here, Peter Hunt, this is his directorial debut. Oh, wow. Ah. He went on to direct such fantastically well-known movies as Gold, Shout at the Devil, one of the many versions of Gulliver's Travels. He directed a Motley Crue song. That's awesome. I know, right? The Beasts Are on the Streets, Death Hunt, uh, I'm a particular fan of this one. Wild Geese 2. What? <laughs> oh,
1: gosh. Wait, was there was, a Wild Geese 1? I, clearly.
2: I hope there wasn't, actually. I mean,
1: there wasn't a Trolls 1. Yes, there was. Yes, well, there was. no, but it was not, it's not related to Trolls 2. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay yeah, That's yeah. a different thing. That's a different thing. <laughs>
0: so you say Geese 2 would just come out of the ether. Geese 2. It's wild, wild Geese. Wild Geese. Two. So, Get it right. Sir? Not a lot,
2: is Does, what you're saying. Okay. I don't recognize... He has, he has 15 credits as a director, and some of those
0: mm-hmm. are for TV shows. I don't recognize any of it. Gotcha. So Okay. Well, what did you guys think of On Her Majesty's Secret Service? So This is the first time I've seen it, by the okay. way. Okay. So, so I, really I've wow. This, I've, th- oh. I've seen this film a decent amount of times. Mm-hmm.
1: I actually think it's one of the the better Bond films this is, okay. of the era. I'm
2: not I'm okay. not pre- okay. Well you put the era tag on there. And that's, I feel like that's cheating. So I think this is one of the better, wow, you rude. just got called out. Hold on. This is one of the better Bond stories, period. I just think that this was filmed in too early an era and yeah. with someone who wasn't really up to all of the emotional underpinnings that go on in this. Because, like, can you imagine this script, essentially, yeah. this plot, and you have like Daniel Craig in here mm-hmm. or Brosnan? or, I don't know, Timothy Dalton. Timothy Dalton. Yeah. Right? This would have been a phenomenal movie, especially if we're talking especially se- at the end of 87 the film? instead of 69. Right, yeah. yeah. The payoff at the end here, like that emotional hit, because that's basically the most emotion we get out of a Bond, just in terms of the story. Yeah. yeah. So th- I feel like there's a, a missed opportunity. They, they shot this bullet way too early with the wrong
0: person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I've never seen the film. Mm-hmm. Prior I've, prior to this, prior I've to this, seen it for this review. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah I, gotta, gotta I have seen it for the review <laughs> prior to this. This is my first time seeing it. Yeah, um, I, I remember catching like glimpses of it on you know Marath- bond marathons when they'd be on TV yeah. and stuff, but I mm-hmm. never watched more than like a minute or two. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, this might be one of my least favorite Bond movies of all time. <laughs> oh wow, I did not care for this movie on almost any level. Interesting. Yeah, it was f- fine. But like I didn't like the plot that much. It was extremely I know. convoluted. I didn't. I, lie love, or I, love, the, I love the plot. <laughs> I like the the. Co- it's it's not that it's like you know any more or less convoluted. I guess than any other Bond story. <laughs> like at the end of the day, it was just that like. I, I never bought into the romance between him and his wife. So well, you I don't know, if only, they're
2: if they're out there eating whole cloves of garlic before they kiss. I, I yeah, the chemistry probably just wasn't there. But even
0: beyond that, like in this context of the story, like in my head, because I always saw you know the bonds that came after this, where he visits like his wife's grave yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. I always assumed, man, if there's a lady that can like snag James Bond, like it must be a, a crazy love story. Yeah, you yeah. know, that, I guess in my head that's what I had pictured. This is like it, it, her father's basically trying to force this marriage to happen. James is just using her to get to something. When he's on assignment, he sleeps with three other women. And I did laugh about that one where yeah. he's just like, heck yeah. Well, at one point uh, when they were in the barn, you know, and, yeah. and he acts like, you know, we shouldn't mess around. And then they do. I was like, no kidding. You're spent. You've had three women in the past like 24 <laughs> hours, dude. That You're was, not a marathon runner. I, I like, gotta, I gotta say,
2: man, like that whole bit where he's just like horn dogging it around the halls of the, the dormitory. Oh, yeah, dorm, yeah, Just yeah. like, man, like what is going on here? This is most of the time when you see a Bond film, right? He is not. He doesn't really pursue. It's more just like
1: they just uh, they attract.
2: They fall in his lap, and he's yeah. like, "Well, yeah, I'm here." So seeing him like. Like a jerry reaching way to open the doors to go hit on these women which <laughs> right. was just like what is
1: going on? <laughs> what is this? It yeah. was the it was nineteen sixty nine. It was Montana. weird. And uh, you know, that is the the counter, you know, it's just that that time period.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, but, but I, I agree that like the story, if if you tweak some of I it, mean, could yeah, be I'm a very good you story. You don't
1: one to
2: one it for a, a modern yeah. film, but if you take the core concepts of what they're doing here, yeah, I think you could Nowadays, film a phenomenal Bond film. Absolutely,
1: with, with the that same story, yeah. Yeah. Well, or, and, or a similar story.
0: Well, it's pretty close. You just tweak it a little bit. At the end, when his wife dies, mm-hmm. it is like it—it's not done super well in this movie, but I still felt like, oh man. Oh yeah. It still hits. Well, it, you know it's like coming. when he's like, she's fine. She's just resting. It's like, oh, that's sad. Oh. Well, and it, and then it just and credit roll. It's it just like, yeah. ran yeah. over. And even <laughs> even the death, it's like the wedding happens and they're driving, and then you just see Telly Savalas in a neck brace go, Kabali. <laughs> and then they keep driving. You're like, it felt very like tacked on and uh, fast. You know what I mean? Like yeah. whereas that should have been like, developed a too 15 appropriately. 15-minute yeah, yeah,
2: there should have been more uh, going on. So
1: the the girl that actually um, fired the gun because mm-hmm. Blofeld was uh, driving the car, oh, yeah. Irma Bunt uh, was... Yeah, was, get it uh, right. Uh, Issei's Stepatz? Stip- the pox you again uh, oh she, this was her only english language role okay that she played and unfortunately she died shortly after oh, that. that's oh no sad because
2: i was gonna say she was pretty good, yeah, she was in, good. as the 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 right hand hinge lady yeah here. yeah
1: she she's yeah. very similar to the the one from from russia with from, love Yeah, yes. it reminded yes. me immediately of her yeah uh, yeah has got a
0: type <laughs> yeah
1: But yeah, I thought she did a really good job, and it's unfortunate that you know, like this was her probably one of her last roles. Yeah, um, or or was her last role? I couldn't find information on that. Um, But yeah, you know, I mean, like the for the according to George Lazenby, uh, this is just on on topic of the last scene. uh, For the first take filming Tracy's death scene, Diana Rigg was biting him on the leg. What in order to help him produce tears. However, Man, that's um, some that's some helpful acting right there. Let me tell uh, you however, the director wanted the scene without tears and put a stop to this.
0: You two, cut it out in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, Too much emotion. So, so
1: the big thing here is is that you know we already mentioned George Ladd was not uh, he's not quotation marks an actor, right? right he, yeah. He's yeah. not a traditionally trained guy, and this was his first like real role. Yeah. And when he came on, uh, the director was not interested in coaching him at all. Oh, oh okay. He, he was, was ready they They actually hated each other on set. Mm. Whenever they weren't shooting a scene, if there was a conversation that had to be done with him, it would either be at the scene where George Lazenby was surrounded by other people, or they just would not talk.
2: Man, you are not kidding about there. This is just a rough production all around. Oh, yes. Yeah, I'd quit too. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, let's see. Lazenby claimed that he got along with everyone except for director Peter R. Hunt. He claimed that he didn't receive any coaching despite his inexperience and that Hunt asked the rest of the crew to keep a distance from him as Peter thought, the more I was alone, the better I would be at James Bond. <laughs> Their relationship got sure. off to a bad start when the first, uh, on the first day when Lazenby asked, was asked by a crew member to clear the set with a loudspeaker. Uh, I, I don't understand why that would be. A, maybe it was in his ear. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, those ushered off the set were friends of Hunt. Uh, a furious oh, Hunt said, go. Don't forget who got you this job. Never speak to me again. Just speak to the first assistant. Hunt even left his own birthday party when he saw Lazen
0: be there. Oh, my God. Wow. (laughs) This is incredible, actually. It's my party, and I'll cry if I want to. I'll leave if I want to. Uh,
1: So just as another thing, um, the film stunt coordinator had to be Restrained from physically attacking Lazenby <laughs> after he was so rude to a barmaid that he made her cry. Oh my god! Wow,
0: <laughs> this guy sounds like a piece this of
1: work. Piece of, yeah, like he, yeah. Took,
2: he took it to heart. You're a big star. Oh, I need to act well, like a big star. So
1: apparently, while he was in Switzerland filming, uh, Lazenby just bought a gun and just was riding around on his motorcycle um, just with the gun and uh, like shooting it or showing it to you, people. I mean, or just what? having it. It doesn't. It doesn't say. Wow! But uh, they had to put a stop to that. Sure. <laughs> wow.
0: Okay. Well. Ba- okay. Back to the movie. Real yeah. Quick. Yeah. Go so, ahead. So, uh, things I did like. Right. Uh, uh, I did like a lot of the the fist fight action scenes. There was some sped up footage which I didn't love, but they felt way more um, like visceral and yeah. quick, and like the sound wow. effects were good and punchy compared to like again the Connery ones, which is all you've had before this one, mm-hmm. right? right. Um, the bobsled ending action scene was horrendous. That was terrible. The, the footage, yeah, the footage is so bad. It was terribly choreographed. The footage is bad. Everything. I was like, we got to that point in the movie. I was like, this is a stinker. Like, <laughs> Especially just after, end it, please. After
2: coming from watching the Moore era Bond mm-hmm. films, because you know, within that decade or so, I mean, they moved along pretty quick. Quite a bit. Yeah. Like like. Special effects came way up. The choreography came way up.
0: Yeah. yeah. Star Wars happened. Star Wars happened. They had to compete. <laughs> I think the other thing that kind of like bugged me about this movie was it felt very like like chaotic and herky-jerky. Like scenes would just kind of end a little too soon or not soon enough and then yeah. it would go and it would be like in a different place and there were multiple times where I was disoriented just from the editing more than like it it wasn't I couldn't follow the story. It was that like Wait, what are we
2: doing now? Why? Sometimes, sometimes, like, someone goes to, like, walk down a flight of steps, and the camera just follows them. And it's yeah. Like, something significant happens here? No, we're no. just watching <laughs> them go down and the it, steps. So, we could have so, just cut.
1: <laughs> so on the bobsled scene, mm-hmm. uh, the bobsled scene ran, bob scene scene ran into several problems during production. Uh, the fact that the Canton of Bern was experiencing its mildest weather in years meant that the bobsled run was built, that was built for the film was melting away. So they had to import more more snow from around 80 miles away to stop the heavy bobsleds from bursting through the walls. Go figure. Wow. Uh, It also intertwined with public domain, including footpaths and ski trails. And a small child on a wooden sled came speeding around a corner and crashed into the film team during uh, preparation. That's incredible, actually. (laughs) Blofeld's stunt double collided with his own bobsled, and Bob and Bond's was... Flung from the track on a sharp corner. The former had to get stitches inside of his mouth. <laughs> but, had, but he returned to the track more than a mere hours later. Uh, Bond's stunt double was then thrown off the track by a hand grenade by accident.
0: Well, there was that one. Oh, yeah, like a real hand grenade? Or just yes, the- a real hand grenade. Jeez. They didn't have money for stunt I'm hand I'm staring at you I mean that's that's what it is <laughs> it just says.
1: says a hand grenade okay alright by a hand grenade by accident almost like what happens in the final film oh go figure but his bobsled took the brunt of the blast they just leave so it, it in is that in the edit
0: <laughs> <laughs> man
1: uh then Blofeld's double collided with the tree that he was supposed to get stuck in due to a faulty harness but apparently uh they didn't end up liking that cut so uh Telly Savalas uh, Saval- yeah, Savalas did the stunt himself at Pinewood Studios later, mm. ah, for okay. whatever reason. And um, and then there are also issues with Blowfish bobsled outrunning the cameraman due be due to the combined weight of the stuntman and the camera go- like basically being yeah. in one thing. So They're just going faster.
0: Yeah, it was a mess. It yeah, was. Uh, the,
2: the bobsled scene is is terrible. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I, I didn't really like Telly Savalas as um, I didn't either Blofeld either. He, well, he does not he, he feel felt it just at more all like a normal guy. I,
1: I yeah. didn't hate it, honestly. Okay. I didn't hate he did, it. He didn't have the uh, kind no, of No, he didn't. Yeah.
2: But but in some ways, you know, just kind of the the benignness of it makes it kind of hit a little different, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Especially for the overall plot that we had here where he was kind of setting up where it's like these random places around the world were going to have these disasters. Mm-hmm. And they're borderline untraceable, unpreventable, like that. That concept I thought was pretty good.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now, did when did they lose the the whole or not the right? They had the rights issue with Blofeld. Was it uh, this the those, first movie? Those, they were
1: still going through this. Yeah, it
0: was in, like in process because in Diamonds Are Forever, well, Blofeld...
1: uh, so basically after this film, this was what really kind of started it. Okay. Because like, clearly he's filled in this film. Yeah. And then whenever you go to For Your Eyes Only, they have like the little nod of like he still is in the neck brace, like paraplegic kind of thing. Got it. Because, yeah. Yeah, in the wheelchair. Because that okay. was the last time you saw him was Honor of Majesty's Secret Service. Got it. Okay. But, but it isn't technically him in, right, uh, in the, For Your Eyes Only. Yeah. yeah.
2: Because at that point, they were actually deeply embroiled in the fight. Well, yeah. What did you
0: think, Andrew?
1: Overall. It, I mean, I, I think it's a fine film. Like it's... I definitely think it's one of the better ones of that era. No, I'm not going to say it's better than like Goldfinger or you know something like that, but I definitely think it's better than a lot of the um the the worst <laughs> Sean Connery films. See, I think every
0: Connery is better than this. Interesting, easily,
1: but I I think it's really just because of the emotional notes that you get at the end of the film that definitely make it. But yeah, uh, give like, me
2: all right. Hold on, Ryan. Give me yeah. your worst Connery. Ooh, probably. uh
0: you only live twice, yeah, yeah, where probably. he goes yellow face, yeah.
1: So, yeah, that's the, the one the thing I'll definitely me. say about this is the assault on the uh, the, the resort okay. or whatever was quite good. I like that one, yeah. Uh, so, because, like, you get him like sliding on the ice, shooting a machine gun. Yeah. That was pretty cool, that was yeah. really cool.
0: There were some decent action scenes here and there. Mm-hmm. So, um, for reference, mm-hmm. uh, because Lazenby only has one, right? We didn't
2: have to really consult IMDb to rate to figure out what the (laughs) best (laughs) one was. Yeah, it's
0: just what it was. It's just the one.
2: So it gets a 6.8 on IMDb. Okay. You only live twice. You're quoted worst Connery. I don't know if Andrew agrees with that. Uh, I'd probably agree. Okay, it's also a 6.8. So I I would say this is not better than any of Connery's offerings. Okay, fine. At best, it's sort of equal with the worst offering you can get. Yeah.
1: Lazenby later claimed that he was given <laughs> very bad advice by his agent, who convinced him that New Hollywood and counterculture James Bond would be archaic in the '70s. Bond fact. <laughs> <laughs> just
2: jump in there.
1: Yep, that's what I do.
2: But yeah, I, I did like the actual assault. Also, mm-hmm. just kind of the bit where they were trying to play off of, like, oh, you know, it's a, it's a mercy flight. You know, this is a medical. Yeah. Like that was that was actually pretty good radio of just like we just had to buy time to get close enough. Yeah. And, yeah, and just be sort of convincing, and mm-hmm. then once we're in there and the raid starts, it doesn't matter.
0: I, f- I feel like, like what you said is is very apt. That like if you were to take this script and rework it as even a, a like Roger a, Moore one, like yeah, like you but, would be able man, to have like, like again, more modern. If, if
2: this was Timothy Dalton, this thing would have tore
1: up the screens. Yeah, I mean, it would have had Timothy Dalton in it. So yes, so like by <laughs> just, default, yeah. just,
2: You're already biased,
0: but I'm just saying I, if we
2: if we move forward twenty years and then put this film on screen. It's yeah. been
0: great. So yeah. Yeah, how, how do each of you feel about Lazenby as Bond? I, I, I think he's a brick. <laughs> <laughs> he, he looks the part I and I kind of a brick. there. <laughs>
2: well, so what you're saying is the, the bit where he flies <laughs> on the ice and the machine gun is perfect because that's what you would do with a brick, like a curling. You just send it <laughs> on <laughs> down.
0: Send it. He uh, I, I mean, obviously, he only got the one movie, but yeah. it definitely never feels like he settles into the role.
1: No. no. He,
0: he has the look, though. Yeah, there's multiple times where he, he does—and I, I did enjoy the um, the espionage, like, impersonating the uh, the ancestry person. Yeah, yeah. I, again, like, it, that— It was all dubbed, but, like, I love that idea.
2: and smart and intelligently done, you yeah. know? Yeah, like—
0: I, I enjoyed those sections of, like, oh, okay, he's, like—because we don't see Bond do that a whole lot of, like, no. impersonate someone. No. up, Especially it's not, with Connery. Time to go in just,
1: blasting, right? I
0: talk like Sean Connery, you
1: know? <laughs> I'm not going
0: to do that. Yeah. I Haven't don't see do a, a Russian act for Red October. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't like, come out yet, yeah. but it will one day. <laughs> and then you'll know. And then you'll know. Um there was definitely a couple of scenes too where like they waited for him to not be facing the camera and they like dubbed in a one-liner yeah. of like yeah. a, a quip and it's like cause I don't think a, a single one of his quips were him looking at and speaking the camera. on camera. No. So they were all added in post so clearly when they got through filming it and were putting it together, they were probably, oh, okay.
1: So after Blofeld gets, like, um, rung up by the tree at the end, uh-huh. and, like, he, like, is turning around, he's like, looks like you got hung up, but they, like, cut it off, like, yeah. like, like, right before he actually finishes the line. Yeah, so it's like yeah. he got hung. What? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> uh, I only have one more fact here.
0: Give us one more bond fact.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so Broccoli's wife, Dana, Suggested that the producers throw a party to cheer everyone up because the because
0: this is such a sad experience. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: so they only had a day to put it together, and Broccoli arranged for all the food to be brought in from hotels and everything. And uh, at a moment's notice, right? Yeah. And so you know they get everyone. No expenses
2: being spared. here yeah, is is what yeah. this really amounts
1: to. And uh, you know everyone's having a, a, a party, fun time. You know whatever. And then
0: <laughs> everyone's having a party, fun time. And then Lazenby yes.
1: shows up. Oh, God. Oh, uh, no. And, and he he goes and sulks in a corner. <laughs> what a brick. <laughs> Broccoli went over to him and asked him what was wrong. Lazenby uh, replied that he should have had an invitation to the party as he was the star of the film. Broccoli then explained to him that nobody had an invite. It was a spur of the moment thing. Days notice, pretty much. And he told him, you're not a star until the public makes you one and wow. walks off. Which
2: is which is what he should have been told at the start. Yes. Yeah.
1: Wow.
0: <laughs> man, what a oh, what a wild what a mess ride <laughs> all around.
1: Yeah, it is. Um, Th- this
0: movie is such a mess. Makes so much more sense. It now. does. It really does. It, like, everybody hates each other on screen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: it's it's unfortunate too because like you know you always hate to see it whenever yeah. stuff like that happens. But man, like that is just that's just brutal. Yeah, for t- production,
0: top to bottom sounds like it was a nightmare. Well, and they had, production. like, like
1: the actual production itself was relatively smooth. It's yeah. just Lazenby was just a pain it, it, to the, work the with. people involved. People were, did not like each yeah. other, and it makes a big difference.
0: Well, I, th- I think, too, like, you know, Diana Rigg as um, Teresa, like, I, I don't know, like, nothing she did in the movie made me, you know, oh, wow. Yeah. That's who Bond will marry. Like, everything she did was on par with most other Bond girls. You know what I mean? Like, nothing... Ish, she yeah. wasn't like another spy. Well, I thought she, I thought wasn't, she had...
1: Uh, I thought they had good chemistry at the end of the film. They did. They yeah. did. Like, maybe that was, like, when they first started shooting. Maybe, yeah. Maybe they shot it out of <laughs> and order. Then, yeah, then, then as they get so through... They, as they as work, the falling out yes. happened.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah. Man, what a train wreck. That's incredible. Yeah. Or maybe yeah. a bobsled, wreck.
1: So, you know, well, uh, one thing we actually haven't mentioned was the opening theme, uh, and, uh, which was made by John Barry. And then he worked with Louis Armstrong to have the vocals at the end of We Have All the Time in the World, um, which uh, John Barry did cite that that was one of his – that was his favorite piece of Bond music that he worked on, period. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Well,
2: that's fun.
1: Yeah. And, and then he, he loved working with Louis Armstrong.
2: Uh, and, who wouldn't, honestly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Come on.
1: I love I love that song at the end. It's just really melancholy, though, just because, well, you know, I wonder why. Yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, content, yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> All right, everybody. If you like what you've heard, then you should check out some of our other episodes. If you go to spoilersintendedpodcast.com, you can see access to all of our stuff. We got a lot of good reviews on there. some more recent stuff. Uh, we have social channels. You should check us out on Instagram, Facebook, like, and share. If you see us over there, discord. we're trying to definitely check out the discord. We love having conversations with people. It's not just about the episodes. We have channels in there dedicated to what people are playing, uh, what people are reading, some stuff Listening that we're watching music, we're, hobbies. Yeah. Everything. Sort of stuff. Yeah. If you would, please leave us a review on your podcast service of choice, preferably iTunes. We love an iTunes review. We love an iTunes review. We'll take it anywhere we can get it. But we'll we'll take it anywhere. Yeah, wherever you're listening to (laughs) us, please leave us a review. And obviously, if you like what you heard, share it with your friends. All right, let's move on to our next movie, the first Timothy Dalton movie as Bond, The Living Daylights. Let me give you a quick plot summary for this one. James Bond is sent to investigate a KGB policy to kill all enemy spies and uncovers an arms deal that potentially has major global ramifications. That is such a short... <laughs> Seriously. What a, short stop. Tell what us For nothing. a very, like, convoluted plot, it's like, they put it in one sentence. It's, yeah. Uh, convoluted
1: yeah. is an understatement. You, 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 <laughs> you were
0: like,
2: for Honor Majesty's Secret Service, Ryan, you were like... Yeah. Yeah, this is very convoluted. Like, well, hold on, hold on, now, hold on. Oh, no, I didn't <laughs> say it was the most <laughs> no, no, <laughs> but comparatively, that is child's
1: play. Absolutely, compared to what's this. going on yeah. here. Yeah, there's like a double defection,
0: double double cross, cross oh, double, yeah. oh double
1: defection, dosey do. The, the thing <laughs> now I had the most trouble with up. was
0: the motivations of Koskov. Of I was like, so wait, is he doing this so he can become the next head of it, or is he doing it to make money with the? arm still? Or, we didn't so did know. Both? We were never or really it,
2: definitely told. Yeah,
0: and, and that's the other thing is you're never really definitely told. You're left to infer a lot about that. Yeah. And is okay. Uh, yeah, so this one was released in 1987. Yep. A year and, after
1: I was born. Hey, you're so young, you little <laughs> baby. You little, <laughs> little <laughs> baby. <little laughs> baby. You are not that much older than me. Uh, it
0: was directed by John Glenn, the astronaut. <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> what? No, no. Was what? <laughs> like, how do <laughs> I not see that in <laughs> <laughs> Uh, starring, it was directed by a guy named John Glenn, but it's not the astronaut. <laughs> <laughs> starring, obviously, Timothy Dalton, Clef Chin and all, as James Bond, uh, Miriam Abbo as Kara Mil- Milovi, and Jeroen, I'm going a, I'm a butcher this name, so buckle up. Here we go. Jeroen Karabe as General Koskov. Yeah. And he does a good job as like a sleazy guy, but he does a terrible Russian accent. Oh boy, yeah.
2: he doesn't even try. Let's boy, I mean, he's, he's like a used car salesman. Yeah, yeah, like
0: wow, they could not get a dude that had, knew how to do a Russian accent. <laughs> he had the look. He did have the look. Like yeah. he was there, but every time he talked, <laughs> I'm like, he's not even trying.
1: <laughs> so yeah, I mean, what you know, what do we, uh, what do we think about this? Oh,
2: so. Interesting uh, re- relation here. So John Glenn, our director, mm-hmm. he was an editor on, on Her Majesty's Secret Service.
1: Oh, oh
0: wow. Yeah, funny how that works out. Yeah. So, so he on. was like, one day, <laughs> around 20 years from now, I'm going to make my mark. Oh, no. no <laughs> I think he's done other Bond hold, movies. No, then. hold on. Though, hold on. This is okay. so much better. So Holy. he was the
2: editor for The Spy Who Loved Me uh-huh. and Moonraker. Okay. He's also the editor for, are you ready for this? Uh-huh. The Wild Geese. The first one? The first one? It doesn't wow. exist. Wow. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: What an unexpected. Like what, what a, a twist a here. Budding
0: fiction we are we're building here. And like we're just discovering. That,
1: I want to know what these films are about that you would need two of them. I know, yes.
2: right? But uh he also directed uh, Octopussy, View yeah. to a Kill, License to Kill. Oh, he's, okay. So he's he, done a lot yeah. of Bond.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, was like, oh, I didn't know be, he did License to I feel like kill. it came up in one of the other episodes. And for your eyes only. So it did yeah. come up. Yeah. In, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, overall, I, I like this one. Okay. I, I think I like the Timothy Dalton movies better every time I watch them. Yeah. But this one is still kind of a mess. <laughs>
1: it's it's I, a little it's a little camp. It's not I the love, best
0: debut for. for oh,
1: I don't know about that.
2: Oh no no! I love this film. But I love the parts individually,
1: not yeah. as a whole. There there we go. Yeah. he got it right. There are definitely,
0: yeah. like, yeah, moments that are, like, very cool. But, like... Yeah. I feel like Dalton as Bond wasn't given any favors with the script on this one is what it feels like. Because, like it felt like every now and then they try to work in some camp when they shouldn't have, or they, I don't know, there's just a few scenes that feel like they should have been shot or edited or or written a different way, Mm -hmm. that it could have been made the movie as a whole better. But there's so much else going on plot-wise, it's a mess that it's hard to, like, focus on that when you have spaghetti hitting the wall.
1: (laughs) I'm definitely on the same realm here that I think this is a great, this is a really fun film when you're looking at it in sections yeah. because you have some amazing sequences throughout the whole film that they're really just hit home on the the 80s action film right i mean yeah the,
2: your final set piece is such an incredible classic action sequence that uncharted was like man i want to do that
1: yeah twice Both
2: in the game in, and yeah. in, the, in the movie
1: uh, so timothy dalton has named this his favorite bond film that he did Okay. So well, he liked this over License li- to it's Kill. It's a pretty limited list, so 50-50. Hey, I mean, hey, it's still his favorite. And uh, so he actually did a lot of his own stunts in this film.
2: Mm-hmm. Which uh, is referenced in The Rocketeer.
1: It is. Which is hilarious. Uh, but yeah, so the 1,300-foot um, the drop um, when they're on the um, Gibraltar um, military base, which was a real military installation
0: oh, yeah, in yeah. Gibraltar
1: mm-hmm. that they used. Uh, the uh, Basically, whenever the... the um, the Jeep, the Jeep goes, goes, off the, over, goes over the cliff like that's him doing those um, kind of thing. Now, I don't think he actually came out of the Jeep. I don't, you don't think he uh, rode off the yeah, cliff? Yeah, yeah, but he, he was the one that <laughs> was – Into the sunset. Yeah, he was the one that was uh, – On like, top. On, like on the parachute, everything like that, on yeah. top, yeah. whatever, yeah. And I think he actually dislocated his shoulder when he was doing I that. I believe it. Uh, But, like, basically his big thing was whenever, because he was the new Bond, he wanted it, one, to be different than Roger Moore's Bond, obviously. Super campy, yeah. Yeah, But he also wanted it to be as real as possible because he was really passionate about the role, which, like, it's really weird. So Timothy Dalton had been considered for the role of Bond multiple times Mm -hmm. within the past, like, basically, like, 15 years. But every time that he auditioned for it, he auditioned really well, but they considered him too young. Right. And at the time, whenever this came out, he was 19 years younger than Roger Moore was whenever he ended his career
0: as Bond, um, mm-hmm. like three years earlier. Probably early, a good older. age to be because Moore was old at that oh, time. Moore was very old. Moore was like 47 in Live and Let Die when he started or something like that. Yeah. I mean, he was like— He, he was already old. He got, already, he got up yeah. there, yeah. Uh,
1: so, so Timothy Dalton got the role for this, but it was also up for the— uh, Sean Bean was up for this role. Mm. Uh, Pierce Brosnan was up for this role. Oh, yeah. Roger Moore wanted to come back for this role. Just just really? Because what? he felt that View to a Kill was not good enough to end his career on. Uh, agreed.
0: <laughs> 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 Should have thought of that before you made and, it. And, but,
1: he, but the problem was, was that he called Broccoli basically like, a couple days before they started principal photography. Oh yeah, that's and, a little, and, yeah, little late. A little, little late there, <laughs> a little late in the game. Uh, but he also c- considered uh, this film back in 2012 uh, to be a bloody good movie. Talking about Timothy Dalton. No, Roger Moore. Roger, Roger Moore. Moore's yeah, opinion. Yeah. So
0: he thinks it worked out well. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. He really did like Timothy Dalton in the role. Yeah, yeah. And there was no like bad blood or anything.
0: So there. is this your favorite Timothy Dalton Bond? No.
1: License to Kill. Okay. Yeah. yeah I feel
0: like I, License to Kill is my favorite, but I haven't seen uh, both of them back to back And This one years. just has a
1: lot of really good moments. I, I think my, one of my favorite scenes of the film, doesn't even have Timothy Dalton in it, mm-hmm. is the, um, uh, basically the, the henchman infiltrating the British Secret Service safe house. Oh, that's Where, a great, oh, that's yeah. a great with the, As sequence. the milkman with the, uh, with the exploding milk bottles. Yeah. yeah. And the, the really, like, visceral fight in the kitchen. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good and that's, fight. That's yeah. a
2: fight that you could put Daniel Craig in and oh. just be like, oh, yeah, this is just, this is a modern Bond film, you well, know? Well,
1: and I think the reason why it's so good is because all of us understand all the danger that's in a kitchen mm-hmm. just inherently. Yeah. So, like, oh, man, like. They have like an an open like stove right yeah, hot, now. Hot
0: stove, couple they of knives. They have boiling water. Yeah. They
1: have, you know, a, a meat carver.
0: Well, and they do they do that thing where they fake you out a few times with like the boiling water yeah. where like the, some of the stuff doesn't connect. And, yeah. Like, whereas I feel like in the Roger Moore movies, especially by the end of them, it was pretty much like you know, like, prop introduced, prop pays off, yeah. move to the next scene. Yeah. You know, this This felt like a genuine back and forth. Like a fight. There yeah. was a lot of yeah. danger. There well, was a lot of, you, like... A
1: couple times you think that the good guy is going to win here. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, obviously, you know, like, the, it wouldn't move the plot forward, but it was... I, man, that that fight is so good. That is a good one, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: The the action sequences coming from basically just watching uh, Lazenby's Bond, yeah. the mm-hmm. action sequences felt just incredible. I'm not oh, going to yeah. lie. Yeah.
0: <laughs> By comparison, for sure, you see the twenty years jump two decades. I mean, yeah, it's a big difference. I did not care for the new Money Penny.
1: Uh, yeah, this, so and that's that was, just me
0: being a grumpy old man. Th- this was
1: her first role, yeah, uh, for for obviously like
0: being Money Penny. But then they bring her back when Brosnan came Correct. in, mm-hmm. and so yeah. it's just it, it's a weird like footnote in Bond history. There are like these movies where she doesn't because Q's still there. Yeah, yeah, you know, like everyone else. So it's like, why did they decide, you know, not to put? Money, penny in there.
2: Yeah,
1: I, I
0: mean, I don't know. I don't I know. Think, no. I, I Maybe think she had just, something else going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, she or just she just
1: got
2: too yeah. old, or you know, she wasn't interested. You never know.
0: All right. So what what did you not like about it? Uh,
1: the 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 plot is the, ridiculous. The plot is insane. Is.
2: Even even on like a, a macro level, right? The overall idea of what's going on, like we kind of said, we don't really understand what the motivations are involved. Yeah. But when you get into individual set pieces, especially the final bit, right? Yeah. Bond planted the bomb on the well, opium plane
1: now he does get like he's trying to leave the plane and right. he gets caught and that's I what starts guess, the whole sequence i
2: guess but he's like he's like i planted the bomb on the plane so then i get on the plane to take the plane off
1: well because at that point he's just trying to steal it to make sure that but he knows there's a bomb in the back well, but he knows yeah.
0: that he can defuse it well anybody can defuse it you push one button apparently if they find it <laughs> like, I thought he was going to leave it and then just get off the plane. Yeah, well, I was, that, he I, tried w- to. let him
1: fly away. He tried they, to, and they saw him.
0: I, had, I, I don't had know. A legi- <laughs> the,
1: the plane had, like, four now, doors. Now, the sequence to for everyone to get back on the plane before it, it flies off is totally ridiculous and makes no sense. Oh, sure. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah.
2: Well, also, you know, dropping the Jeep out the back with, like, a, a 30-foot well, I was watching this with my wife, and we were laughing because it was like the plane's headed for mountains, right? And yeah. it's like time to drop the jeep. It's like here's a nice flat open area. You could just
0: put the plane down here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, the very end. That was the worst part. Of like, we can't land here. Let's put the jeep. And then they they pan out. And you're like. There's no. It, this is a big <laughs> runway. It's a desert. It's for a God giant sakes. straight They're road, not, and you're in the middle of a flat. Like this is the most landable surface I've ever seen. Yeah, that that they should have shot that somewhere else. else yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did well, want to oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry.
2: Another thing that we were laughing about. He basically he bombs the Russians, right, and like blows up the bridge, and everyone's cheering, and yeah. it's like, you know, this is the middle of nowhere, Afghanistan. That's probably like the only bridge to cross this area. <laughs> For miles. Like he just killed the local economy. Oh, yeah,
0: I thought the same thing. I'm like, That's, <laughs> we can't get medicine. A, yeah. We can't get food in You're here. like, oh,
2: our crops grow on the other side of this. Well now we starve this winter, you know? <laughs> I I I don't know why that struck me so hard, but it was just like, did we have to did we have to take one little satchel of C4 and blow up the whole bridge? I don't, uh, apparently. I just,
1: apparently we did, but like <laughs> Man, (laughs) Uh, uh, this is this is on the things that I like.
0: Well, I was I was about to transition to some stuff Uh, I like, so yeah, good. I
1: I like the um, the fight in the jail uh, with with the jailer guy. Okay, so this is so weird. Uh I have because of this film, I have wanted a whistle keychain. My entire life, where you go, whoop whoop, and it like and it, it talks back to you. Oh yeah, okay. okay, yeah. I have. I didn't want to whistle into the mic, that's why I just made a sound. Okay, I was
0: <laughs> confused, but now I'm with you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I didn't want to make your life miserable. Ryan right, right, and editing was like,
1: oh, what am I supposed to do with this? Uh, but there, like, I don't know what it is, but I thought that was the coolest thing as a kid, and I have always wanted
0: one. Easy to impress, I could see.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, because like, what if you lose your
0: keys? Just, you man, i got a look,
1: man. I've got just, a store
0: for you. It's called Sharper Image. You're gonna lose your mind <laughs> in there. Just,
2: he just he just asked Santa for an Oscar Mayer weenie whistle, okay? <laughs> hey, hey,
1: No, but you can you can whistle the queen's uh, the queen's song, and then it, it it puts out a stun gas. That's cool.
0: <laughs> that is cool. I don't but know if they have that at Charlotte. They,
1: uh, they probably don't. Now definitely not anymore. I want to talk about the car. Oh man, the car's cool. I love that. I car. I love the that car. Is so cool. I love that
2: car. So the whole sequence. <laughs> oh, so so again, we're, we're on things we like, right? Yeah. The whole sequence with the cello chase, right? Where we go from <laughs> car into cello case, et cetera. Over the, over the border. I love, yeah. oh, we have nothing to declare except to the cello. Well, and I love the bit where she insists they're bringing the cello. We have to go by the conservatory and get my cello. Yeah. And he's like, oh. And, and, like, and then as they're going down and he's steering with it, he's like, I'm so glad I made you turn around and get the cello. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's such a perfect bond line. Well, and the best part too with the way they edited that when she's like, we have to get the cello. And he's like, we are not getting the cello. Cut to He's in the car yeah. waiting. waiting. <laughs> it's just like frustrating. You also have
2: like the elevator music. Yeah, yeah. But the,
0: even the gadgets in the car. Were, oh, were, great. I oh, love yeah. when yeah. they cut the uh, the car you know, off the... The, uh, the laser. They cut it the off the frame. The laser cuts it off the frame and then yeah. it just slides off. And that, that whole sequence on the ice with the, the uh, tanks the, and, well, the, even, and the spikes. Even like him driving
1: around in the shed. Yeah. That's it, hilarious. It's, yeah. it's really fun. Uh, so the cello chase scene uh, took three days for them to shoot. The cello was specially made of fiberglass, and it would fit it with two with control handles on the sides and skis underneath. Firecrackers were set in the snow to uh, simulate gunfire during the filming, of course, because they yeah. didn't want to shoot them. Yeah, <laughs> sure. uh, And the case would tend to topple over as Timothy Dalton was heavier than um, uh, Mariam. His co-star. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That Which makes <laughs> sense. Abdo, it Abdo. makes sense, yeah. Yeah. Mariam, Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I, I thought I loved that entire sequence. Now, I,
2: I laughed, obviously, like, when the cello gets shot because, I mean, of all the things, like, a Strativarius, it gets shot. I think his foot it goes to pieces. Yeah. You're not, yeah. There's no way you're, it like, just getting like, back on stage yeah. and play. Yeah. yeah, it's got just a little <laughs> bullet hole. Like, there's, no. there's, there's a small bullet hole in the front, and the whole back of it blows out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, Joe Don Baker as Brad Whitaker, for me, was, like, Interesting. I
2: no, I love that character. I yeah. also love that they just brought him back as a totally different
0: character for oh, Goldmine. For Nub, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he plays he, Felix, doesn't he? In Goldmine, yeah, he's, yeah. Yes. yeah. Um,
1: yo Jimbo, yo Jimbo, yeah, yeah. <laughs> give me that <laughs> yeah. hammer. No, the bigger one.
0: He's <laughs> <His>, like <laughs> the his ledge. His character's like whole thing of like I'm obsessed with military history yeah. and I have. Uh-huh. He's, stuff. he's got
1: statues of himself as like Julius right. Caesar getting yeah. That
0: I can get behind. And, but then again, with the plot, it's so convoluted of like what his motivations are. So, wait, what money. is he doing? He's just trying to get money. But money. then it's like, as soon as the US government and the Russian government catch wind, you're doing it. You're donezo, bud. <laughs> like, that's obviously, or the, the British government. The, like, what's all these governments know that you're scamming them? But he just keeps rolling forward like he's yeah. a man. On, and it's like, I, I don't know. It, it, that was interesting. <laughs> the end fight in that little area like is kind of a mixed bag it's a like, very Roger Moore scene it did have kind of like some cheesy moments and he's behind the weird like laser tag looking like gun. yeah and I was no, like y'all could make not, that look a little bit cooler it's not
2: laser tag it's American gladiators with the windshield yes, yeah. nitro when he's shooting the tennis <laughs> balls yes. at him yeah
0: so that, that scene was, like, interesting and weird. And I was like, I don't know. I, I, I can't tell if I'm supposed to laugh at this or if I'm supposed it, to it be, It was like,
1: kind of like a parody. Mm-hmm. A little bit, it, yeah. it was It was really weird. Now, I mean, like, I, I think the, the best thing about the whole show, the whole film, though, mm-hmm. is the, um, Stephen mentioned it earlier, but the uh, the cargo plane, you know, final action set piece with the yeah. uh Well, uh, the, the cargo henchmen. net
2: fight and everything. I mean, that, which I did laugh. Because at the end, right, you know, the henchman's got his boot yeah. and he's cutting the shoelaces. And he's like, no, don't do that. And it's like, dude, there's like string all around you you can grab onto. <laughs> I thought the same i like, dude, just reach your other hand
0: out. You're fine. You're surrounded by a net with handholds. And he's like, the boot, though. like, no.
1: <laughs> I mean, you know, you're, you're hanging off of a plane, you know, a couple thousand feet in the air. Yeah. You're, you're, you can tunnel vision a little bit.
0: Yeah.
2: I also did like... You know, having seen basically the same scene in Uncharted. Yeah. I, I liked that and appreciated the fact that real physics were in play here.
1: Oh, yes. oh and yeah. And that
2: once the net lost weight, it became much more unstable. Oh, man. And, oh, like, and it, was,
0: it was just flopping around. Yeah, yeah. That stunt guy, and I was like, and they cut the scene really quick one time, and I was like, is that because it smacked they, the plane? Yeah, it <laughs> <had> <laughs> full smacked the plane? Like, it was whipping around in the air. Yeah.
2: Although I did laugh, too, when it was like, oh, yes, that famous Russian plane, the C-130. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, so one thing that I didn't like about this film, and and we mm-hmm. actually covered this in one of our bonus episodes, talking about Bond opening
0: credit. Uh, you don't like you don't like this. Credit I don't. Role. I don't really like this. Uh, the ahas for this. No, it it felt like a um like a misuse of aha. It was like. Well, so
1: fun thing, uh, John Barry actually didn't like the cut that Aha did for this. Oh really? So there's actually two different cuts of this song yeah. that float around just on various James Bond like albums Extra or whatever. DVDs or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Oh, okay. And um but yeah, like I, it just doesn't really feel like a Bond song.
0: No, and it doesn't feel like an Aha song <laughs> either. Yeah, it's a weird blend where we got neither in the yeah. process. Yeah, because like yeah. some of some of the Bond themes, which check out our Patreon bonus episode if you'd like to hear us argue about the best. Just Bond. almost come to blows while yeah. I cackle in the corner. Yeah, one dollar. Me and me and Ryan like James Bond a lot. <laughs> we <laughs> care a lot. Stephen does not <laughs> He likes watching us argue. He's just an I, agent I'm of just chaos. there for the laughs. But, in those openings, you see some that are like, okay, this sounds like a song by this artist, yeah. you know, whatever. And then other times it's like, well, this is a Bond song. It just happens to be being some by this person. This one, I don't, it doesn't hit on any level for me. Yeah, like, even the visuals aren't that good. Nah, they were just kind of there. Yeah,
1: it just, it has too much of
0: the 80s flair in there,
1: I think. Yeah. And
0: it just, it they go a little bit too hard. So how, how do you feel about timothy dalton as bond i'll ask steven this because i know how andrew feels after seeing this movie specifically
2: i mean i like timothy dalton as bond in yeah. general i think if dalton had been bond longer or earlier earlier really,
1: probably earlier it would have uh, been like, a, just a better if if, he, we if he was early 80s like pretty much from like uh not for your eyes only but the next one after so octopus eats so, a Hopefully not that film. Like '83 <laughs> right. or whatever. Yeah but, yeah, but started from there and yeah. then went all the way until Brosnan took over. I think having just even four films under his belt would have been fantastic.
2: Yeah. Well, I think, too, the so like the transition from Connery, obviously, to Lasby was incredibly jarring. Yeah. From Connery to Moore <laughs> was also pretty jarring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whereas the transition from Dalton to Brosnan actually feels very smooth
1: because they're both playing relatively similar they're characters. They're very it, they yeah. are
2: very kind of when I look at what I think of as James Bond, right? That continuity of character mm-hmm. where it's both very very capable but also very smooth
0: yeah. is
2: basically what I expect Bond to be in a sense. Yeah. So coming from going from like Dalton to Brosnan feels really really like it tracks. Like you could basically just say, you know, we just like we actually we just recast it as opposed to it being the weird Universes like, oh, where this we're is, like, this is a
1: whole completely a, different. James Bond is a code right.
2: name, and it's just they hire, they they bring in a new dude to be that guy. Like, oh, this could just be the same guy. Yeah, you know, he just has like a little, you know, little surgery to make him a little less just <laughs>
1: noticeable or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, get
2: rid of that, get rid of that cleft chin. You know, it's not good for the wind resistance when
0: you're hanging from
1: the back of planes. I don't know. Yeah. What what do you think about Timothy Dalton as Bond?
0: Well, like I said earlier, I I think I like him more as Bond every time I see him. I, I don't have the affinity for him as now Bond. Don't,
2: don't say something like that. Andrew's just going to force feed you Dalton until He's you He's going to make me keep
0: watching <laughs> it. We're going to watch wor-
1: these two films forever. It's just going to go you're full clockwork orange yeah. and
0: prop your eyes open. But I, I didn't watch a ton of those the Dalton movies growing up yeah. like I did the other stuff. Because mm-hmm. my mom was a huge fan of the Roger Connery Moore, movies yeah. and the Roger Moore movies. And... So we, we rented those and watched those all the time. And then when the Bond Marathons started, you know, and I w- yeah. had access to cable, uh, it was like, oh, cool. And I, I watched part of, I, I think it was this one, one of the Timothy Daltons, and I just didn't vibe with it. I was yeah. like, mm-hmm. I don't know. This so, isn't quite, you know.
1: It, I mean, if you're, if you're really big into Roger Moore and Camp, like, definitely Dalton is a, a hundred, 180 yeah. degrees difference. And I,
2: I still think there is enough... Camp and like quippiness for
0: in this there? one.
1: For this, yes. If, if you're watch, if you watch like License to Kill first after coming from, yeah, Rushmore, okay. it's that's, gonna be, that's it's going to be
0: yeah. uh, knee jerk because it's not. There's not hardly any camp in that one at all. No, right there,
1: it is very much a emotional revenge story. It's very serious. Right? Yeah, and it's definitely uh, like I. it's definitely his best one and it's unfortunate that he didn't get more
0: not according to imdb, not according to IMDb. Yeah, IMDb <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's how we <laughs> ended up here um,
1: well this one has like this living daylights is a better bond film
0: right in terms of what a bond film is, right. could Kill be. is, just, is a,
1: just a great action a better film, film. film yeah, yeah. It's just that's a better right. film you know by by far and large but you know it's it's definitely one of those things where like so like you know your your parents were re- your mom was really big into Roger Moore and my dad was really big into Timothy Dalton and Pierce Brosnan right so like that's what we watched
0: yeah see I think for me like by the time and this is I'm just so much older than you um, <laughs> by the time <laughs> Brosnan was Bond I was already going to the theater I to was see already going to the theater to no see. I mean I didn't drive myself there I am <laughs> not that old but I'm saying like. I didn't have to wait to see if my parents liked it. You know what I mean? It, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, I liked uh, Pierce Brosnan because he was, like, Goldeneye will always have a special place in my heart because it was... Well, it's a fantastic film. It's fantastic, yeah. but it was one of the first ones where it's like... This is a new generation. I'm that age where like I'm well, discovering well, it's, the, it's
1: the same thing for me. It's, I yeah. don't it in theaters. It's not, right, right right. But I'm so, right. saying like Hold on now. my it's,
0: parents didn't like the yeah, Timothy yeah. Daltons, so I never saw them mm-hmm. that much. No, that makes sense. And so I kind of like skipped from more yeah. straight to Dalton where it was like, this is my bond. Uh, you yeah. know, he's a new guy. I'm I'm the Pierce Brosnan fan, you know, yeah. type thing.
2: Well, I would also say it's not just that for me. Cause mm-hmm. like watching this film, you know, I don't know how many times I've seen this actually. But you see these set pieces through the snow and in the cargo plane. And I am very familiar with what's going to happen in these yep. scenes. Yeah. But as a kid, because the plot is just so convoluted, most of what else happens in between there it's is just, just a blur. Totally waste. Yeah. Yeah. A smear of whatever. And by the time you get to something like Goldeneye, the concept of, you know, Alex uh, Trevelyan and the double cross. Not, like at that age where I was, you know, like entering my, my teens or whatever – I understood those yeah. con- whereas like watching, you know, Dalton when I'm like eight, I'm just like, oh, they're going through the snow. Who's this person? Yeah. You know, like yeah, I right. just don't like the yeah. other pieces. You, just, that-
1: you black out for, for like <laughs> yeah, pretty, film. Pretty much. I'm mean, like the the crossing
2: <laughs> the border in the cello case, I don't I couldn't tell you. I've probably seen that scene at least half a dozen times. Yeah. I don't think I've seen the
1: movie that many the whole times, movie but yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, you just don't remember. I don't it. remember. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. yeah. No,
0: that that's a really good point because it is like in terms of for kids watching. And that's probably where my headspace was coming from, like a kid that was enjoyed the Roger Moore movies because mm-hmm. of how campy they were, and, yeah. they're,
2: and they're pretty easy to follow what's going on.
0: Generally, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, some
2: <sometimes>, of them. <laughs> well, it's, it's not the plot's fault; it's just the execution they, of the plot. They, <laughs> yeah, there's definitely some of
0: them that it is the plot's fault. So,
1: <laughs> like that is one thing I'll definitely say about License to Kill is it is a very straightforward plot. Like there right. is basically nothing beyond just dude had his friend killed. He is on a revenge. Out for revenge, yeah, Yeah. out for revenge, and he is just going to end up stopping a drug cartel in the process. And you get to watch a semi truck go on two on you know four wheels and dodge a stinger missile. It's great. That does sound great.
2: Oh man, I forgot about that. Uh, So you said that. I don't. Don't
1: don't even. I don't. mm. That is a fantastic scene. So anyways, sir. backing up to the actual <laughs> movie we're talking about
2: here. Okay, so does anybody have any last thoughts about— Yeah, um, I was going to chime in here yeah, with, with two, two things, right? Okay. So first, you know, good thing, fun thing. Bond making the snap decision of basically seeing her across the street with the rifle and, like, basically interpreting body, body language, et cetera, of she's never held a rifle in her life. Right. And making the call to shoot the gun and not her. I thought that was a great scene. That was a yeah. really
0: good scene. Yeah. And
2: also it obviously it pays off throughout for the plot. Uh so not bad per se, but just kind of weird and being like, ooh, this movie didn't age great is watching the Mujahideen as the good guys. Oh yeah. Coming in for the rescue. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, give it a give there, it a decade or so, guys. Man,
0: in the eighties, like with Rambo Three. There's so yeah. many movies <laughs> where it's like
1: whoopsie yeah whoopsie well i mean but that that was the time yeah but i mean at the, the time idea
0: that's who, we
2: were supporting them yeah right? it's yeah.
0: more of the idea that like if we were to just like show up and just get these russians out of here they'd love uh, yeah, know, everyone love from the west they yeah. love us it's great yeah. it's like no that's not not, not really how it's it not quite out. how that's yeah. gonna work out guys
1: <laughs> anybody else final thoughts uh, yeah so i got Damn. i got two mm-hmm. um one thing this was actually the first this is just trivia uh, this is the first. Bond I've got two film. thoughts. So a trivia. <laughs> Bond fact. <laughs> first Bond fact um, is the fact that this is the first Bond film mm-hmm. that he is a one-woman man. Uh oh yeah, he is. He is only interested that. in Karen, and that is it. There's there's no other. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't well, the Jason lady at the very front the, on the yacht, but he is not two timing.
2: Yeah, that's before he be, even. very true. true. Yeah, yeah very he's true. just on his own.
1: Yeah, so he's not he's not like with a girl and then seduces another girl. So basically, he's like,
2: yeah. not Lazenby. and seducing three other yeah. love of my life. Wow, three women back to back to back. Love of my life. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, so I actually really liked uh, John Rhys Davies. John Rhys Davies. Yeah. Yeah, as um uh Pushkin. Yeah. Yeah, he he did a good job. I I like I always love him. He actually solid. did a Russian um, accent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's a good actor. He's a general. Yeah. Yeah. But he was fun in this. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I just—it's just a fun film.
2: I, I sold that out to sold that to Lorna's. Oh yeah, Gimli's in this. She's like, what?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: As himself. Yeah. What about you, Ryan? I I, I like it. I think the way you put it was perfect. There are pieces of this movie. That me. No,
1: you made this. I made this. I, just,
0: <laughs> I don't remember who did it.
2: This, this isn't on the internet yet. And you're already stealing it from <laughs> me. That's not fair.
0: One of you animals said. I have done all the work here. <laughs> you said that like it's it's better enjoyed in pieces than as a whole. Like, yeah. Right? I agree with that wholeheartedly. Because mm-hmm. like the scene with the car on the ice, the cello scene. Oh, the scene where he, he shoots the gun instead of her. The even some great even the pipeline scenes, yeah. yeah, like there's some, some great oh, the kitchen the, fight the scenes.
1: Yeah, in the, the Russian um, pipeline. Yeah. Oh, great. Amazing. That I whole love scene is that great. That whole
2: set where she's like, oh, I'll take care of the operator. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's going to go like, off him. Then it's like, no, this is a total flip around. And then she's just yeah. like, who do you think you are? And like walks off. after <laughs> <Yeah. and>, like, <laughs> <laughs> like
0: mission accomplished. That was amazing. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah. I just think overall, the plot holds it back a whole lot. Oh, yeah. It's one of those like, man. To go back in time and give this movie like a little tighter of a script, a better plot, a better song. Be one of the better ones. This could have been, yeah, going could be tops, yeah. Because the action, I think, is there. Yeah, I definitely. think Dalton's well, and,
1: there, like, and it has that. It has that '80s action pedigree.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I mean, overall, I I enjoyed it. I liked it more than I remembered liking it the last time I watched it. Yeah. Because the last time I watched it, I feel like I was more put off by the plot. This time, I'm more like. I'm appreciating the sections yeah. by themselves mm-hmm. compared mm-hmm. to the overall, which is not a great recommendation for a film where you're like, overall, eh, but there's pieces. There's well, great no, spots but I mean, in but here.
1: Like, you're, you're going into a Bond film not for this intricate, yeah. you know, well-thought-out well, emotional and, and plot. The, thing is, the yeah.
2: thing is, it's not so much that it's held together, like, oh, the plot doesn't hold up. It's just you have these really great weighty, Scenes, mm-hmm. And they're just not strung together with fishing line, right? Like, it's just not... It's,
0: I really just feel like if they could have given us a little more of uh, Koskov's, like, motivation... Yeah. If if we Earlier. could have gotten
2: something right at the start before the supposed defection, defection happens, yeah. where we know that it's fake...
0: I could even f- right? live with it not knowing it's fake until after the... Uh, the, the kitchen fire. Yeah, the yeah. rescue. Yeah, like rescue. If right. they immediately after that, you were like, okay, and you understand why, because so many Bond movies, they over explain their plot yeah. either to Bond or to someone, <laughs> right? For Bond, well, I mean, he's,
2: he's strapped to a laser table while, yeah. yeah. Like
0: they over explain <laughs> what they're doing and why, you know? And in this one, they don't explain hardly anything. You're just left to kind of figure out, yeah. Like, okay, so it's a mixture of both of, I guess, he's going to take Pushkin's place and make money with. Yeah. Uh, Armstrong, was that his name?
1: Uh, the General? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I yeah. Saw or no, him. the, the, the Jodon Baker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, that, that guy. Enough. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> Jodon Baker playing himself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think if they, if they could have tightened that up a little bit and then maybe like trimmed a, a couple of scenes just a little bit, yeah. it, would, it would be a whole lot better. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, overall, I enjoyed it a lot more than On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Oh, I oh for, sure. for sure. For sure.
1: I would hope so. It has Timothy Dalton in it. Yeah.
0: That's not that's not the only reason. <laughs> it's one of the only reasons. I
1: mean, as wild. far as I know, Timothy Dalton is a class act on set compared to George Lassenby. <laughs> it sounds, like, it <laughs> sounds like
0: most people are a class act <laughs> compared to George Lassenby. All right. That sounds like about all the time we got. Again, we have a very special promotion going on in January. Our first Patreon Picks episode is happening yeah. on our Patreon. All so right. anyone supporting us at the $1 tier or higher can get in there and vote on... An episode, a movie that we will cover in an episode that will be exclusive to patrons
1: for for a a, a period of time. Early yeah, access. for a little bit. Early yeah, yeah. Early
0: access. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, get in there. One dollar.
1: Get get you voting on something that we will review.
0: And that one dollar
2: doesn't – that's not all it gets you, right? It also no. gets you access to all of our bonus episodes.
1: Yes, it does. Like, uh, you know, you just got done listening to a James Bond episode. What if you wanted to listen to me and Ryan almost <laughs> kill each other? Go at each other's throats. <laughs> over opening credit rolls of James <laughs> Bond movies. Scream at
0: each other about Bond opening credit rolls. <laughs> Until next time, I'm Ryan. I'm Andrew. And I'm Stephen. And every spoiler was intended.
1: The, The idea of, like, me just... Interjecting with just, just trivia, trivia about, <laughs> just
0: random trivia. Uh, um. Ding bond fact. <laughs> His cat was named. <laughs> it was reported by the press at the
1: time that George Lazenby and Diana Rigg did not get along. And
0: then the, the the other the other two was just like, oh god, okay. <laughs> However,
2: are you you, you uh, have like you have like a soundboard just <laughs>
0: bond fact, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> bond <B-b-b-b-bon> fact. <laughs>
1: And then you just you insert it later on in other episodes, just randomly.
0: So I heard that James Cameron.
1: Bond fact.
0: It's actually, it's not a fact about <laughs> the movie. It's just a James Bond fact. Yeah. Oh man, we need that soundboard. <laughs> <B-b-b-b-> bond fact. <laughs> That's
2: the soundboard is just you record your own voice and then have it on a loop. <laughs>
0: <B-b-b-b-b-b-bon> bond fact.
2: <laughs> yeah.